Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the tribe. This is a place where we aim to make you laugh, piss you off, educate, and be educated on anything and everything that encompasses life and its adventures, shall we say. I am your host, Maddie, with and my boy, Bernie. Oh, buddy. So sit back, relax, buckle up, because it's going to be a bumpy ride, folks. Oh, dude. So. Oh, what is happening? Oh, man. Um, a lot in fucking society today, apparently. Um, oh, yeah. Some good things, some not so good things. Um, super pumped. Uh, hopefully, you guys will notice the differences, our listeners. Um, we're trying out a couple new things. Um trying out some new recording or ways of recording hopefully the audio quality is a lot better for you guys um because that last episode uh went a little awry so we're trying again we're trying to we're trying to get this thing dialed in and get it get it to the best uh quality that we can possibly put out for you guys because we're doing it for you we're doing it for you guys yeah absolutely we want to make Absolutely. sure that you get the best possible audio quality and ear hole orgasms <laughs> that you possibly can have. The audio orgasms. Oh, yeah. We're trying They're, to be uh, like Bruce Almighty with our voices. <laughs> uh, we, want, we want to make sure that you're wearing ear condoms so you don't get hearing aids. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, bro. <laughs> That's like the dad joke of the century. Right. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to tell that one at the next PTA meeting that I don't yes. go to. Because yeah, I'd get ever. kicked out. <laughs> so uh, what you what you sipping on over there? Coffee. Hmm. <laughs> Just coffee. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm bad. It's, I mean, well, it's one, it's 120 right now. So I, I got, I got a little glass of Zin. Look. Seven deadly Zins. How yeah. is that, by the way? I've seen that. Is that it's is that delicious? delicious? Yes, it's delicious. I am definitely a fan of red wine. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of my my deal when I'm when I want to sip on some wine. Hmm. Plus, it's good for your heart, people. I mean, it's it's red wine in moderation is definitely really really good for you. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I haven't had red wine in a while. Um, I've mainly been on my whiskey binge. As yeah, a, we've had this bottle for we've had this bottle for quite some time. It's just uh when we cuz we just picked up that liquor cabinet and um mm-hmm. not all the bottles are fitting on the on the different shelves, so we were like, "Well, fuck, this one's open already. It's been sitting, you know, for at least 6 months or so on the counter. Like, let's just fucking just let's kill this bottle so that we can just put the um the rest of the bottles that we have somewhere else in you know in the in their rightful place i'm gonna have to send yep. you a picture of the with the uh the new liquor cabinet all set up because she's got it pretty much all dialed in now it's pretty nice oh, sweet yeah that's a that's a huge deal especially like i feel like when you're making your house a home uh your decor and your choice of placement for things is huge as far as comfort level and really kind of helping de-stress at the end of the day like being able to come home to your house and walk into your house and have it be a place to where it kind of allows you to shed off the stressors of the day 
um, is a big deal. And part of that, at least for me, is how my house is set up and the way it looks and, and things like that. It's like a calming space. Mm-hmm. So when there's a lack of clutter, it definitely helps that anxiety level. Um, which like we have, we don't have like a huge liquor cabinet like you guys do, but we definitely have like a bar. Uh-huh. Um, and there's like pictures above it. You know, the, the, the lady did a whole bunch of pictures above it and, uh, the top of it's got like our whiskey bottles and, and whatnot, like laid out nice. And it's got a little sign and it's got like glasses and my flask and shit down in the cabinets underneath. Like, and it's just nice. It's, it's nice to look at. And, and like I said, that, or that level of organization in the home, I think is, at least for me is super crucial in, in getting rid of the stressors and anxiety of day-to-day life. For sure. Oh yeah. And like, it, it's funny because for, for my lady, she's just, she hates having shit on the counters. Like she likes the countertops to be completely empty. Mm-hmm. And so since we moved in, like all the bottles that we've accumulated over the last two years, almost fucking, um, Cause I don't drink whiskey all that often. And when I do, I usually just have my Jameson that's just in the freezer. Like I'll have my special whiskeys for like birthdays or special occasions and shit that those are my nice whiskeys. Right. And, or like we have the, you know, the, the random mixer shit. So if we find like a cool little, uh, recipe for, uh, uh, special drink or whatever, we have all the different mixing, mixing stuff for it. So we'll make a couple drinks like that. Um, But, you know, it's just kind of gotten really cluttered over in that corner um, that I sent you. I sent you that picture before the show where, you know, we get we have at least like 50 different bottles (laughs) just sitting there on the counter. and And my lady's like. You know what? Once once we get this cab, this liquor cabinet, we put all the bottles in there and get everything all situated. That corner is going to be your protein corner. All your supplements <laughs> are going into that corner because I have them right next to the fucking sink right now. And she's just like, I need I need to move I need to I need to move all this stuff away and like get it all si- situated and separated. And <laughs> so, oh yeah, uh, you know, and it you know declutter your life, declutter your your space, your 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 AO as it may, you know, as it is. And de- you know, by decluttering your AO, you're decluttering your life. You're, you are de-stressified, de-stressing yourself. And, and it, it reduces that anxiety, like you said, and all that. And, um, yeah, fucking, I like whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm definitely a whiskey guy. Um, I was never really a big beer dude. Um, like Me neither. I drank Bud, Bud mm-hmm. Light. Like that was my that was my beer before I got with the lady. Um, and then, like when we first got together, she was like, "What do you drink?" I was like, "Jack." <laughs> She's like, "Okay, I meant beer." I was like, "Oh, Bud." She's like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Anything else?" I was like, "Oh, Bud Light." She's like, Jesus, this is not going to work. <laughs> like, well, fuck. Or so, whenever you, you went know, to like my she... house. Whenever oh, you yeah, went to whenever... my house, it was Dos Equis. Oh, dude, it was, it was, it was Crapplebees and a fucking pitcher of Dos Equis between the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> like, every, every freaking drill weekend. Yeah. And then we get home at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, smashed, and then have to be have at drill at four. <laughs> drill at four. It's like, all right, buddy. Well, good night. I'll see you in an hour. It's like, oh, fuck me. How do we do this every single fucking time? 
why <laughs> like every time um no i'm i'm a dude i'm a whiskey guy i mean i've started to branch out when it comes to beers um i like blondes i like reds um just as long as I don't steal my soul. Um, <laughs> uh, I've started to get into a little bit of IPAs, depending on the IPA. I don't listen. I I fucking hated IPAs for the longest time. Yeah. Um, but there are certain ones now that aren't half bad. Like there's this one I found out here called Deadlift IPA, which Ooh, the only reason why I got it is because it it's was named after dead. a workout. <laughs> <laughs> called deadlift ipa like the meathead in me had to go for the ring yeah we were at uh costco and i saw it and i snagged it it wasn't really too pricey i think it was like because they were talls and i think it was like fuck dude i don't know 13 or 16 bucks for a four pack um, that's actually not bad yeah so and it, i think it was like seven or eight percent so i was like ah oh, fuck it i'll give it a shot and it was actually pretty damn good like it, it really wasn't fucking bad and there's a lot of like breweries breweries like micro breweries out here and shit um local breweries and uh so i've been trying some of their stuff their their different beers and whatnot because a lot of the restaurants out here will have them on tap um Mm. so it's kind of cool to like try different beers so i've I've started to branch out a little bit but still man like my go-to is always going to be my whiskey like that's that's just the kind of guy i am and i don't mix it i drink it straight up either yeah. with my whiskey bullets i got some i love those i have a i have a set some whiskey bullets uh <laughs> yeah. either with my whiskey bullets or uh on the rocks with ice or i also have some, some whiskey cubes too so. yeah i was gonna say i have some whiskey cubes and and whiskey bullets they're pretty dope i love those yeah. because it doesn't water down your whiskey and it's yep. and it keeps it nice and fucking cold yep absolutely <clears throat> and like that's something that i actually want to get into um, a little bit later on in life, once I become a little bit more financially stable and secure, um, get my garage finished and everything, because I'm going to have a whiskey wall nice. built into my side of the garage, um, and I'm going to have it all done with inset into the wall with shelves and LED lights all the way around it, and it's going to look really fucking cool. Um, and I want to start getting a bunch of different types of whiskeys, you know, scotches, bourbons, fucking all that. Um and be up there and so when I have people over to the house or you come out and visit or whatever, sit in the garage and sip on a different whiskey or whatever. And I want to start kind of trying to get a little bit more into being like a connoisseur of whiskey, like okay. get into the taste and the embodiment of the whiskey and, you know, being able to taste the different flavors and things like that. Um, like high end shit, like, Oh yeah. You know, <clears throat> some pappies and some blends and some, different shit really high-end whiskeys yeah my uh my co-worker we were actually just talking about it on friday um because he went to fuck i don't remember where he's i think it was in vegas somewhere in vegas or whatever but went to like some club hanging out with his lady and this couple of his, his friends or something like that and and um <clears throat> him and his lady ordered a shot or I don't remember if it was a shot or if it was a glass, like, uh, you know, like two fingers or whatever, um, mm-hmm. of this whiskey, and it was 200 bucks <gasps> per. <laughs> <gasps> so it was $400 for him and his lady's drinks. 
And he was saying it was super fucking smooth. Mm-hmm. At the end of his glass, his lady was fucking hammered. Because <laughs> she's well, a lightweight. She's uh, a lightweight. But at the end of her glass, like when she finished her drink, she was fucking sloshed. He was like, I was feeling it. Um, and he's he's a smaller dude. Like he's he's about probably 5'7", like a buck 80, something like that. Like he's a, he's a smaller dude. But, um, yeah, he was like, yeah, after I had that, and then I looked at the fucking bill, I was like, son of a bitch, $400 for two goddamn drinks, really? <coughs> and, uh, <coughs> yeah, he fucking, he looked Fact. at it, he looked at it, and it, I believe it was a, um, I think he said it was a cognac, though. I don't remember if it was a whiskey or if it was a cognac. Might have been like a Remy, a Remy Martin or something like that, mm-hmm. but, um, he was saying that the bottle itself was like five grand. <gasps> so he was like, yeah, 200 bucks a shot or 200 bucks a little glass. Like, it was worth it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that. I mean, but then I was thinking too, um, the Drinking Bros, a uh, a listener sent the Drinking Bros a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. Pappies, yes, yeah. that's one that I want to get really, really, really fucking bad. The cheapest bottle of Pappies is fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, Pappies and, is stupid expensive. Yeah, and so I think for their Christmas show this year, they're gonna <laughs> they they're they're going to be mixing Pappies, <laughs> like just to fuck with the with whatever listener sent it to them, like. <laughs> like well, I'm gonna mix it with coke. I'm gonna mix what? it with eggnog. I'm gonna mix it with this. Like they're gonna make like I'm gonna mix it with two eleven. <laughs> what a <laughs> like, dick! Yeah, because they were like just a random fucking drinking row listener sent them a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, and it was just like oh, do with dude. it what you will. And so like we're gonna fuck this one up proper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe they're gonna do that. Like I definitely want to get into that. Um like you know like the the whiskey connoisseur mm-hmm. like doing that like learning about the different whiskeys the bodies the fucking flavors that you know the different like tannins and shit like that that are in the whiskeys the different barrels mm-hmm. that they use how it affects it and all that stuff cuz my cousin actually um he's done that with beers uh like how to pair beers with foods and how to pair um mm-hmm. with certain like with cigars and with, uh, you know, certain stuff like that. Like he's, he's been doing that with beer and I believe I want to say wine too, but I think he's starting to get into whiskeys. Um, like as of recently, like since he started smoking meats, um, uh, cause he has the same smoker that I do. He got his like right before I did. And, um, he's been talking about like, uh, the different meats that he's been smoking, he's been pairing it with different whiskeys and different beers and stuff like that. So I'm like, Ooh, I got to start fucking thinking about that. <clears throat> Dude. So you got me thinking about pappies. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, 23 year old pappy. 35 grand. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now you can get the whole line, the collection bundle, the whole lineup uh-huh. for sixteen grand. Ooh. So um, if I ever hit the lottery, I'll have the fucking 
Happy Van Winkle's family lineup in my in my garage. Uh, but yeah, dude, I mean the cheapest one, like, yeah, dude, it's it's wild. Um, there's one on here, bonus. Yamakaze 55 year old whiskey. I think it's like a Japanese whiskey. Nine hundred and fifty like... grand. Holy dog shit. Jesus. We'll see. Yes. And... So. I like if any of you out there, if you want to send us a bottle of that art, if you want to send us a bottle of pappies, fucking feel free. Hit me up. Uh, email me, DM me. You can definitely slide into my DM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime you want. <laughs> Anytime you want. The, oh, uh, I forgot to mention one thing I do want to learn how to make properly is Shine. a, uh, an old fashioned. Yes. I want to make a like legit old fashioned proper. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I have, uh, I'm sure I have the right whiskeys for it. Cause I have bourbons. I have rye. I have, uh, <clears throat> I've got a couple different, um, um, like I've got the Irish ones. I've got the, I've got all kinds of different whiskeys. So I'm sure I can make it. Um, I, it's just a matter of like getting the, the other different ingredients that go into it. I can't remember what they are, but <clears throat> one of these days I'm gonna make me an old fashioned. Yep. I just looked it up here. Uh, you've got, uh, two minutes time to make and nice. you're looking at purists muddle up a sugar cube with water and a couple dashes of bitters but simple syrups work as well twists can be orange lemon or both known as rabbit ears mm-hmm. and then uh it tells you exactly what other shite to put in there two dashes angostura bitter two ounces rye or bourbon and an orange twist yeah yeah see i yeah. know i got the, um, i know i got the bourbon i got a rye um i know i think i have i think i have bitters um, definitely got sugar. Uh, oh, definitely got sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I got like fucking three boxes of sugar. Oh, uh, <laughs> brown. So, uh, two boxes of brown sugar, one box of regular. So yeah, I don't know how the fuck we got on topic of whiskey. Oh, you asked me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So um, topic of the day, the actual topic of the day, <laughs> the actual topic of the day is uh, I like whiskey a lot. So uh, if you guys want to share. I need a bottle of lead slingers for my collection. Um, yeah, I got three, four bottles share, of lead slingers. Right share, now. share, <laughs> share, share, share. <laughs> it's Christmas. Christmas time. Yeah, me. I'll send you my address. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's, you know, as we were we were chopping it up a little bit before the show, um, dialing some stuff in and catching up a little bit, you know. I had told you that there's a lot of things that go on and, and I'm sure for everybody, you know what I mean? We're normal fucking people, right? So we live in this society and we wake up in the morning and we put our fucking pants on and we get up and go to work and, and we, we never know what the fuck's going to hit us or what's going to come at us. And we just have to do our best to, to push on through the day and, and deal with whatever comes our way. Um, you know, we and we've briefly touched on in the first couple episodes a little bit here or there about society and COVID and, and the past year and a half and how things have changed and all this type of shit. But one thing we haven't really touched on is too much political shit. And there's a reason for that. Um, in today's day and age, 
with cancel culture and really the liberal left running a vast majority of social media platforms and content platforms and things of that nature. Um, there is, there is a major problem, whether, you know, you want to believe it or not, there's a big fucking issue out there nowadays with conservative ideology being canceled on social media platforms and just in, in society in general. And I personally didn't want to have that affect this platform. I didn't want to have it affect our um, reach and what we're trying to achieve with this this project and with our podcast. Uh, but at the same time, I also told everybody that from the beginning, I am going to be me. I'm not going to change who the fuck I am. I'm not going to cuss less i'm not going to censor myself i'm going to be as raw as fucking possible yeah fuck that (laughs) yeah yeah so uh we've been there done that and we're not doing that fucking gay shit again Mm -hmm. um this is my fucking show this is bernie's fucking show we're doing things our way don't like it fucking go listen to the bernie's fucking podcast i don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) so i've been thinking a lot this week about that and i've had some things that have come up that i've listened to or experienced or read or seen that have got me really, really, really fucking fired up. Well, and um, not only that, <clears throat> sorry to cut you off, but not only no, that, yeah. you know, we put the poll out on the last two episodes. Um, and, you know, this last episode, we uh, we put the poll out and it it, it was uh, the majority wanted Let's Go Brandon, <laughs> which uh, I just put that up as a joke. I wasn't expecting people to actually hit on it, but <laughs> hey. Um, I mean, fuck it that, you know, we got to give the, got to give the audience what they want. So I guess this week we're going to be talking about let's go fucking Brandon. All right. Yeah. And I mean, we, we've got four more years of this fucking piece of shit. So, uh, I don't, three, don't, don't make it, don't, don't make it longer than it has to be three three more, three more years. See, I tried to erase the last fucking year from my memory. So I just pretend it never existed. Uh, so we got another three years or two and a half. Three, because we're what ten minutes into this fucking abomination of a presidency. Yeah, I think. Um, and again, disclaimer: these are our fucking opinions. Okay. Yeah. Just because you may have a different political opinion or political stance or political belief than I do, does not mean that I'm gonna fucking hate on you to a certain extent. Now, one of the things that Bernie and I talked about that got me really fucking fired up, and I'm gonna rant just for a very quick minute on this, Send because it. it's. Uh, <laughs> It's something I feel very strongly about, and it's something that's going to tie into part of this Let's Go Brandon topic that we're going to talk about, because Bernie has a little bit more of a stance than I do, even though I'm sure he's going to disagree with me, and that's in me saying that. Um, but there's so much shit going on right now with these fucking vaccine mandates, um, and I'm dealing with it right now personally with being in the service okay last week we talked about um toxic leadership a little bit it was last week uh and this is going to kind of revert back to last week's episode just a little bit because this it's something that i didn't really touch on that i thought about this week another podcast i was listening to kind of touched on it and it really got me fucking fired up because it's true uh we just had veterans day uh happy belated veterans day to all my brothers and sisters Happy Veterans Day to all. 
almost fucking all of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one in particular, the lady excluded from her post. <laughs> yeah, cat. I saw that. <laughs> you <laughs> like that? I figured you probably looked at it and was like, <laughs> it was like, uh. <laughs> poke, poke, jab, jab. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. not this one. Yeah. Uh, all but <laughs> when we, and this is going to go to most of the leadership out there. If you're one of the, if you're a leader within our ranks, listen the fuck up. Okay. When you enlisted, you raised your right hand. You swore an oath to defend the constitution of this United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Okay. Right now we have leaders that are forcing this fucking vaccine upon their soldiers and forcing their soldiers to either get it or turning around and pushing administrative action, UCMJ, or trying to dishonorably discharge fucking soldiers and ruin their fucking lives and careers over a vaccine that constitutionally it is their fucking right and their decision to make whether or not they get that fucking vaccine. And by making those decisions for them and destroying their careers and their lives, you are now becoming a traitor to the very fucking constitution that you sworn out to uphold and fucking defend. So you are now becoming a domestic terrorist and a domestic threat against everything you swore to uphold. Fuck off. Eat a dick. Take off your uniform. Walk out the fucking door because you're a piece of shit. This is America. We are the freest country on this fucking planet for a reason. 1776 didn't happen so we could go back to fucking tyranny. Open up your eyes. Be a real fucking leader. Stand up against this bullshit fucking administration who's trying to force all this garbage down our throats. Take away our fucking freedoms and our rights. Like, what happened to the fucking My Body, My Choice movement? Like, does that only fucking appeal, uh, uh, fucking appeal to the abortion fucking community? Because last I checked, this is my body and it's my fucking choice whether or not I get a fucking vaccine or not. Now, yes, I did enter into a contract with the United States government. Yes, there are certain things that I have to do. Vaccines are part of them. But vaccines that have the certain amount of time of fucking clinical trials to prove that they're fucking effective and safe to be put into my fucking body. Not something that was deemed dangerous and untrustworthy by the fucking left and the Democratic Party two months before the election when Trump was trying to roll it out. But two months later, Joe Biden gets elected and all of a sudden all these cocksuckers want to jump on board and shove it down everybody's fucking throats. Eat a dick, you fucking piece of shit. Like, all of a sudden, two months later, your fucking opinion changes. It doesn't fucking work that way. So, if... If you are in a leadership position within the military, quit being fucking toxic, quit being an asshole, and uh, fucking stand up for your soldiers and stand up for, do the right thing, stand up for the fucking constitution. Quit playing these fucking bullshit games to fucking save your goddamn career. Why don't you step on the chopping block with the rest of your fucking Joes, go to fucking war for them, and try and help them fight to save their fucking careers against a tyrannical fucking administration. Don't be a shitbag. Same goes to every one of you piece of shit civilian fucking managers and owners of fucking businesses. This doesn't stop until we as Americans turn around and stand up and fight for our fucking constitutional rights. And by you forcing this shit on your employees, you're bowing down to this bullshit and allowing it to fucking happen. So I want everybody to keep that in mind as they go on with their fucking lives. Like it starts with this. And is a downward fucking spiral. If any of you have done any sort of research, historical research into the Nazi fucking party 
and how Adolf Hitler took control of the German fucking population and was able to do what he did, a lot of the shit that he put into fucking practice, a lot of the policies that he put forth, a lot of the fucking mandates that he that he instilled and fucking put onto his people we're following that exact same fucking trend with this administration. Do a little bit of historical research and you're going to fucking see that is very, 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 very close to the same shit that the Nazi fucking party did to enslave the people of Germany and therefore put forth the fucking Holocaust and the genocide and all the other bullshit that it did. So wake the fuck up, people. This shit doesn't stop until we stand up as a unified fucking American country and fight against this bullshit and stop it right fucking now. Now to segue into let's go fucking Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Uh which is a funny saying. I get it. It's a funny thing. It all well, and I just like, want to I just want to tap on uh, uh, like there's been multiple people who have asked me what the fuck it even means. Mm-hmm. And I mean you could kind of get the gist <clears throat> just of of how it's kind of come about. You can get the gist of what it means, but what I want to clarify, because it took me a while to actually figure it out and find out what it really meant um, <laughs> or how it became, um, because I was lit- like, I was legitimately so confused seeing all this Let's Go Brandon shit everywhere on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, fucking all this, all the platforms. I was like literally what is going on like i know it has something to do with biden but i have no idea what the fuck it's about and of all people my mom was the one that told me about it um she was she told me so for anyone who's wondering how it became how it came about and what it what it actually is so there was a nascar race (laughs) of all fucking places nascar you know of course it would be nascar um, but in the last few weeks to, I mean, shit, the last couple of months, I guess, um, in all of these sporting events, if you haven't noticed, there have been countless, countless times where the entire crowd at college events, college football, fucking NFL, NASCAR, baseball, all these fucking sporting events that the entire crowd starts chanting, Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> and so that's been a thing that's been going on the last couple of months. And, well, this one fucking NASCAR race, um, there was this lovely little interviewer that was interviewing one of the one of the drivers after the race. And his name happened to be Brandon. And I don't remember what what his last name is, but his name is Brandon and she's it's interviewing Br- him. And it's Brandon Brown. Yeah, yeah, Bra- okay, yeah, Brandon Brown. So she's interviewing him, and the crowd is chanting, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden. And she's just so oblivious to what's going on in the background, <laughs> thinking that the crowd is chanting, let's go, Brandon. And she says, oh, you know, the crowd is even cheering for you, too. Can you hear it? Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and when I saw that interview, I was like, it makes so much more sense now. Yeah. It was like light bulb. Okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. Now I understand it. It makes so much more sense. Now I have to carve this into my pumpkin. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, dude, that was so epic. <laughs> and I did it in full NASCAR fashion. Oh, um, awesome. But yeah, so that's the backstory of the Let's Go Brandon for all of those that are behind and been living under a rock for the last three months. Um, like I was until I found <laughs> out about it. Because <laughs> I literally, I really don't, I don't follow... A lot of news media, especially mainstream media, I, I do my own research when it comes to anything political, and most of the time, I really don't give a fuck about politics, so I don't even fucking look into shit, because half of it's bullshit, the other half is just retarded, and then there's like a smidgen in there that's like, meh, it doesn't even fucking matter to me, so... Uh, I don't follow politics very often, um, until there is something like, let's say the Afghan pullout, um, the, oh, (laughs) that was a horrible pullout game. Um, (laughs) I mean, he's got a lot of children over there. Yeah. (laughs) His pullout game is weak. Um, yeah, but, uh, for, you know, for someone who served, um, you know, we 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 both served. Uh, unfortunately, Maddie didn't have a chance to get to Afghanistan, and it wasn't with you know, it wasn't for a lack of trying. Cause shit, what was it, twenty thirteen, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, when we were fucking actively trying to get on those double rosters, oh, like dude. volunteering for multiple fucking units, and everything kept getting kicked back. And it was like, hey, we want to fucking go. Like I was already there. Seven. I came back. And seven deployments. Yeah, Seven. and one to Somalia because I was like, oh, Somalia sounds like a fucking ride. Let's go!" <laughs> yes, y'all seen Black Hawk Down? <laughs> yeah, I was fucking ready to rock. I was like, "Let's go!" This sounds like a fucking good time. Yeah, and then it was like, "Yeah, cool, okay, cool, get you other." And then oh no, that one got scrapped and pushed out to somebody else. I'm like, "You fucking asshole!" Yeah. So, um, you know, since I was there, I interacted with the locals. I have a few of my um of my interpreters on my Facebook. Um, and there's a couple of them that got lucky and they fucking made it over here to the U S after, after their time serving as fucking interpreters and, you know, um, you know, going through that, uh, the fear of getting killed by the Taliban and getting their families killed by the Taliban and fucking the Haqqani network and the fucking Al Qaeda's and all that bullshit out there. Because, the the culture out there as far as you know the the mujahideen and the haqqani and the taliban the al-qaeda all of the insurgent um i mean the the islamic fucking state all that they their mentality is if you aren't uh if you aren't muslim if you aren't a believer you are uh an enemy so us being Americans and anyone that helps out Americans is a traitor, um, to the belief. And so you, you have a target on your back. And for the most part, all of our interpreters, the, the Afghan police, the Afghan army, if they did anything with us, they had targets on their back. Their family got targeted. Their fucking, their close friends and everything like they. They were, uh, 
they were literally fucking targeted left and right. And it was rare that an interpreter or a ally of ours um, was able to make it to the U.S. And like we saw on in, in August and September, or well, prior to September, when, you know, Biden's fucking pullout plan failed massively, um, you saw all those thousands and thousands of fucking Afghans coming to the airports trying to get off. And most of those people, uh, there was... I forget the number. I think out of all those thousands of people that were at the airport at Bagram and, uh, at, not Bagram, Kabul, there was something like 60% of them were actually citizens, U.S. citizens. And, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, fuck, I, I'm drawing a blank right now on the, the terminology, but they are people of interest that are they have they have visas they have us passports they have um uh they're able to travel to the us and something like fucking only 10% of those citizen us citizens made it out and you know we saw you saw the videos of the the Afghans hanging on to the fucking landing gear of the C-130s and the fucking, and you see them falling to their fucking deaths thousands of feet up, like a thousand feet from the, from the, um, the fucking, the, the landing strips there. It, it fucking sucks, man. Um, because the time that I was there, there was countless Afghans that were like, Oh, when are we going to be able to, you know, go to the U.S.? And it's like, well, you got to, you got to take that up at the State Department. You got to figure that out, you know, on your own, um, because that we're just soldiers. We just fucking we're here to do our mission, and we can't do anything about that. Like, obviously, if there, if you need any form of like character fucking letters or anything to help your passport or your visa or your fucking um, you know, like the government fucking, I forget what it's called, but, uh, basically that, that, um, application to come over, like we can, you know, we'll fucking put anything like that. Like, we know you're a good dude. We know your family's great and this and that, like, you're not a fucking Taliban. You're not like, we know you. So, um, when, Biden failed to pull out uh, properly and gave up fucking gave up Bagram and completely fucked over Kabul and completely shut down all the fucking main bases Mm. like that shit fucking that shit hit home because knowing all the fucking all the people that all the Terps and all the Afghans that were there that just wanted to come home or shit or the Terps that made it to, to America and then flew home for the last time to see their families for potentially the last time they'll ever see them again. And then them getting trapped over there because they're not letting them on the fucking planes. Like that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And you know, like we said, I didn't, 
I didn't get the chance to go over there. Um, it was something that I really wanted to do. It was something that I was one of the big reasons as to why I enlisted. Um, and, but it is what it is. Um, I've, I've let go of that aspect for a long time. It, it really kind of ate away at me. I didn't feel like I had truly served because I didn't get a chance to go over there. Um, and I've come to terms with it now, but regardless of whether I got over there or not, you know, you have to think like, I've seen the video footage. I've seen the pictures from your deployment. I've seen like when we were on our way to Alabama, um, for, for training, yeah. sitting on the plane and we were going through your laptop and we were fucking looking at all the pictures from deployment and shit. And from when you guys got hit by that vivid. Yeah. Um, and it, you really start to think about things and you're like, dude, like, okay, I've read some and done some studying on the Quran and the belief system, the, the, the you know, Muslim beliefs and things of that nature. And I've always been this kind of black or white. You're either all in or you're not when it comes to certain things, especially like religion. Right. I, I, I have a really hard time with being anybody being a part-time whatever their religion is because at that point i'm like are you really whatever that is like like if you're a christian right to me it's like you can't sit here and say i'm a christian through and through and i read the bible and blah 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 but i don't really pertain like i don't really believe like this portion of the bible only this portion of the bible like no motherfucker like it's all you either fucking believe it all or you don't like, it just kind of is what it is. Like if you're going to say this is God's word, then guess what? Everything in that fucking book from cover to cover is God's word. Like you can't sit here and say, well, okay. From pages fucking 275 to 3000 are God's word. And then anything before that is not really, I mean, it could be somebody else like, no bitch, you don't get to fucking pick and choose. Like, so when you look at the Quran and you read into the Quran, you read a lot of the shit that's in there. Like it's fucking in there, dude. Like everything about the Western or, you know, the Westerner, everything about infidels, everything about how to handle infidels, everything fucking, uh, fucking, what is it? The God damn it. Now I'm blanking. Um, fucking how they treat women. Right. Oh, Sharia law, Sharia law, everything about Sharia law. Look, motherfucker, it's in the Quran. Like, it's there plain as fucking day. Yeah. And there's a lot of shit in the Bible that is, like, can be interpreted in many different ways. Like, a lot of this shit in the Quran is fucking, like, bro, there's yeah, no like other way you can interpret fucking, this. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. It's what it fucking says right there, you know? So I'm like, fuck, dude. So, like, don't get me wrong, man. I've met some really good fucking Muslim people, right? Yeah. And I know good. there's a difference between extremists and non-extremists but at what point do you look at things and go if that's the belief system right if that is what's in their book how long or like you can't tell me that every single muslim doesn't have the ability to become radicalized and an extremist because if they all of a sudden start taking one one fucking passage from the Quran. Seriously, they've just crossed that line. Yeah. Now, at the same time, 
again, we have Terps, dude. We have fucking local nationals that worked their asses off with us, fought alongside our men and women in fucking uniform, got blown the fuck up, got shot, got killed, got maimed, fucking, their lives were fucking changed. Their heads were on a fucking hit list with any one of the extremist fucking groups out there because they were helping us. Do I believe those motherfuckers deserve the right to come and be Americans and have earned that fucking right? Absolutely, I do. Mm-hmm. Going through the proper channel. Yep, you're, you're cutting out. Of course, we've we've had uh, from great. The well, you're cutting out again. <laughs> We've had great con- uh, great connection this whole damn time, and we get 45 minutes in, and we're fucking out cutting out. Damn it. Okay. We're back. Yeah, Sorry. We're back. <laughs> uh, we, for, for everybody listening, we actually got our first legitimate snowfall last night. I uh, got about an inch and a half. So I've got some uh, cloud cover right now um, as I look out the, the window here at the pad in Montana. Um, so if we cut out a little bit, I apologize. Um but, like I said, don't know where it cut off, but, like, properly vetted and everything like that, like, and they've earned that right. Like, and so to see all these people that are just trying to escape the hands of Taliban and Al-Qaeda and the brutality and see them getting killed or seeing them climb onto a fucking landing gear of an airplane and falling to, your, to their death, like, breaks my fucking heart, dude. Like, yeah, we are a country that is, we were built upon being a melting pot. That's what this country was built upon, right? Mm-hmm. So, Ellis Island is there for a fucking reason. Like, yeah. and these people deserve to be here. And so, the way that Biden pulled out and just left all these motherfuckers there, especially American citizens, like, like how many fucking American citizens are still stuck in, in fucking Afghanistan now and that, that are now on hit lists yeah. running for their lives because this piece of shit didn't fucking think things through countless and at the same time here we are with a border that has what like 60,000 motherfuckers waiting at it trying to force their way into the US Hmm. and an administration who is doesn't give a fuck about our border security and just like let them all in like yeah dude how many reports have we had of border patrol agents that are like, you know how many fucking convicted rapists and murderers and felons we've arrested cartel members, gang members, like all this shit extremists. Like they're they're, dude, they're fucking nailing uh, Islamic extremists from, from Pakistan at our borders, at our Southern borders. Like how dare you leave Americans in fucking Afghanistan in this shit show that you've created and then allow all these motherfuckers to just walk into our country. Like, we need to get people out that deserve to be gotten out, and we need to do it in a way that's not going to put our national security at risk. At risk. Yeah, and I definitely and, agree with that because it's like with with the uh, with the quote unquote border crisis that we have going on right now that this administration is not tending to. Like, when was the last time? Kamala or Biden have been to the fucking border that in this presidency, none, they've not fucking even traveled down there. 
at all. Yeah, not once. Not once. <clears throat> but that was their fucking running uh, platform. Oh, yeah, the borders. And, oh, yeah, we're going to make sure that the borders are fucking good, blah, blah, blah. Like, every, everything that this administration built their fucking running campaign on was everything against Trump. It had nothing to do with their own ideals. It was just everything 180 degree difference from Trump. Whatever Trump said, they were going to do the opposite. Whatever Trump was doing, they were going to do the opposite. That's the only fucking reason that they won this fucking presidency and this administration has become the way it is. Because it is orange man bad and that's all that matters. Like, you cannot tell me that there is... You you cannot find one person who voted for Biden and and ask them to give you a reason they voted for Biden without using the words Donald or Trump. You cannot find me one person out of the 80 million people that voted for this motherfucker, the highest voting, uh, the, the highest votes of an, of an American president ever recorded only followed second by Trump at 75 million somehow. That's literally half of our population of the United States because there's 350 million people in the United States, 80 million and 75 million. That's a, that's a good hundred and what is that? Hundred and fifty five million somewhere around there. That's yeah. roughly half the United States actually voted. And that's, you know, that's not counting fucking children. You know, subtract mm-hmm. about half of the population for children, and then you get so the almost the entire fucking voting population of the United States voted, and so eighty million people voted for Biden, and not one of those motherfuckers you can ask them why they voted for Biden, and they cannot say anything other than because Trump, because Trump, because I, you know, because Trump's policies are bad, because Trump's doing this, because Trump. No, why are you voting for Biden? Not why are you not voting for Trump? I don't like. Don't get me wrong. I don't give a shit whether it was like whether it was Biden or Trump. I just knew that Biden was going to be the wrong choice, and Trump is just. We just need to see how things were going to go. Like With, we got. Let, <clears throat> go ahead. Well, I mean, like the first four years that Trump was in office, he did a lot of good. You can't refute that. Like, the numbers don't lie. Mm-hmm. The The economy was flourishing. The stock market was fucking amazing. The gas prices were low. The fucking... The housing market was flourishing. The, there, there was a fuck ton of things going great with the country when Trump was in office. So what? He made a few dumb tweets. He made a few mean tweets. He talks out of his ass sometimes. Who gives a fuck? He's doing the right things. You can't tell me that he's racist. You can't tell me that he's this, he's that. Like, everything that people were saying that was against Trump really weren't. They were just falsified narratives by the mainstream media against Trump to try to disband his fucking, his running platform. None of that actually was true. 
he never once was oh, yeah. claimed to be racist. Yeah. He never he's he actually did more for the black community than Biden and Harris in their entire fifty plus years of fucking service to the to to the United States. They've done yeah. more racial shit to the black, Asian, and, and Mexican community, brown community, than anyone combined. Like, but yet Trump's the racist one. So I'm going to vote against Trump because he's racist. Where Show me the proof that he's racist. All right, cool. You can't. Well, all right, vote for Biden. We'll see how in the 10 months that he's been in office, uh, he's completely fucked the country. We are now... Oh, and I forgot to mention about the uh, the four peace offerings, uh, or the 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 only time that Israel and um, and uh, what was it? Israel and um, Pakistan? No, not Pakistan. Fuck, the the two countries that have been feuding for the fucking last two millennia. Oh, fuck. The only isn't time it, isn't it Israel and Iran? Was it Israel and Iran? I believe, yeah. Those two countries that have been feuding for the fucking dawn of time, that they have a peace agreement. There's four different Middle Eastern and, uh, you know, Eastern peace agreements that have been fucking signed under Trump. But, you know, you know, orange man bad, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but, and yes, you can also refute and say that the pullout game from Biden was set in motion by Trump, but... Well, yes, because you have to set these things up. You set them up in stages. Trump was going to pull out regardless, yes. But he wasn't going to fucking just be like, you know what? Fuck everything. I want my, I'm taking my ball home. Like, boom. And just fucking pull out the a third of what was actually there. No, you, you strategically take that out. So Trump had a plan that was going to be set in motion. You One, OPSEC, you do not fucking tell the enemy... Hey, we're going to be flying out on this day at this time from this base. No, you don't do that because then you have 13 fucking service members killed on your fucking watch. <clears throat> because operational security. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, th this dude is a complete shit show. Like, and, and I don't mean that as in like shitting his pants in front of the fucking. <laughs> royal party <laughs> like, the, the pope the pope yeah, yeah no, he he yeah yeah the pope sorry not, the, no he yeah no he farted in front of the duchess he shit yeah, his pants with the pope yeah that's it. now listen people oh, i know there's a bunch of you yeah. like you don't know if that's true blah, blah 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 that was proven to be false listen hey for someone with vascular dementia at 78 years old he probably can't hold his fucking bowels to save his life so I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure his depends yeah. were not on at that time. Or they this, were, and this, he just filled them. <laughs> this motherfucker is definitely the poster, the poster fucking geriatric turd of <laughs> depends. Poster boy for depends. And yeah. I wouldn't doubt it if he definitely ripped ass in front of a duchess. <laughs> Which that's funny, man. I don't give a fuck who you are. That shit's fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but no, like and and you're 100% correct. And it's like, you know, when this administration was running, the Biden-Harris administration, like, I had so many family members that were like, oh, Biden's great. Oh, Kamala is the, you know, the hero of women. I'm like, but you fucking kidding me? This fucking whore 
was banging a motherfucker who was married to get her ass into politics. Like that's proven while fact. she was that's married not just a as well. Story. <clears throat> yeah. So like her morals are in the trash. She completely has fucked over the black community and black males in, in and of themselves, like her entire political fucking career. Joe Biden is a racist ass motherfucker and always has been. The dude fucking gave the eulogy at like a Grandmaster Wizard's fucking funeral for the KKK. Like fuck out of here, that orange man. Is not only racist. that, like not not only that, but literally a few days ago, he just used an N word. Biden did well. He didn't use the N word, but he he he, he, said, Negro. he said Negroes, but multiple look, times you know. in one fucking conversation, <laughs> in a address in an address, like what? Look, what did this motherfucker say? <clears throat> okay, <laughs> like yeah. first of all, nobody says Negro anymore. Like, like that should be that's a telltale sign of that a racist, should be... right there. <laughs> well, listen, not that's an old school not racist. just that, but th- that's the, okay. That's right, right where I was going. Like, that's a telltale sign of where this guy's brain is stuck at. This motherfucker's brain is stuck in the 1970s. Okay, like. <clears throat> And if you actually research his political career and his stances on racial topics back in the 70s, when I think he originated his run was in 19, let me see here, uh, 1974, 72, 1972 is when he launched his first campaign for the Senate. Um, Like this guy has completely fucked the black community. Like in more ways than one, like prison fucked the black community, dude. Like, and so, but for the for him to still be using the word Negro in referring to black Americans in 2021, like, come on, dude, this guy's not all there, like, he's just not right. Well, and it's it's been it's been said multiple times that he is suffering from vascular dementia, like, and that this only more solidifies the fact that he has vascular dementia. He can't remember where the fuck he was. He can't he he can't control his bowels. He can't fucking he's he's reverting to and this is um <clears throat> one of the main things that I had read up on and like just looked into with vascular dementia. One of the main cause or symptoms is reverting back to a previous time period and it's mostly when you are in your teenage to 20 year like you you know your your teens to 20s you revert your mind reverts back to that that time frame and for him his 20s was the peak of fucking racial inequality and racial injustice and all of that so you're gonna be hearing this motherfucker start talking crazy pretty soon crazier than he already is like we've well, already yeah, heard half it the with... time we can't understand what he's saying yeah i mean yeah like he's speaking gibberish he's fucking he can't remember where he is half the time he doesn't remember where the fucking front door to the white house is the side door to the white house is like i'm pretty sure he gets lost on his way to the bed every night like and the they're keeping him out of the spotlight. Like in in the four years <clears throat> in the four years that Trump was in office, he was on camera fucking weekly. Daily. Daily almost. Fuck. Yeah. And it wasn't like, 
yes, he was on Twitter a lot of the times, and he was on, but he was posting and shit like that. But he was actually on camera in front of press, in front of fucking the media, and all this on a weekly, if not daily basis, or every other day basis. When was the last time you saw Biden on screen? It was like three, four, five days ago. And before that, it was like three, four weeks ago. And then it was before that. It Like, we're literally seeing this guy maybe every two months. And then he'll say something or do something that will catch media attention. And then all of a sudden, he has to come out with a press release. And it's like, it's so ridiculous to see him and his scripted responses and, oh, uh, the fucking resp- uh, the uh, the address that he did. Oh, I, I'm not supposed to take questions, but I guess I'll, uh, I'm supp- I'm only supposed to take questions from you. So, uh, what's your question? Like, really? Come on. You're, yeah, like, I'm only supposed to take questions from. I have a I have a uh, an approved list of people that I can ask questions or answer questions from. Like, that's that's not how uh, the fucking the your position works, dude. Like, well, and that. That should just be such a telltale sign for people like as to the, the like the way that society is going nowadays. Like like let's be realistic. Like so let's fucking look at this, people. Okay? Like let's look at this from from a logical point of fucking view. Okay. The liberal left, which you can't refute this, okay, if you really follow the money trails and you look at who funds certain things or who owns certain platforms and all this type of shit, where the money comes from, right? Mm-hmm. 90% of mainstream media and your your major social network platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Meta, soon to be, <laughs> uh, fucking IG, um, Twitter, Right, all these platforms—they're all fucking funded, owned, or backed heavily by the liberal left. Like it's—it's it's fucking fact. Okay, so yeah. taking that and then looking at what's going on, right? Conservative platforms, conservative voices, Republican voices, whatever—anything that goes against the the agenda or the opinion or the standpoint of the liberal left. Is, is being silenced. It's being shadow banned. It's being silenced. And this is this is where my worry comes into, into play with this whole fucking thing. And I really, honestly, I'm to a point where I don't give a flying fuck anymore. Why? Because I'm a fucking American. And it's my right and my freedom to fucking say what I want to say. So fuck you if you're going to try and fucking censor me or shut me down. Eat yeah. my ass. I don't give a fuck. Okay? <laughs> I'll hang it over the edge of the fucking bed for you at night. It's <laughs> Demons. <laughs> Those fucking demons Dave. under the bed. Let's scoot a little closer. Um, <laughs> yeah. You don't get that fucking ability to, to silence what the fuck I'm going to say. Why? Because I didn't see any of you cocksuckers over here fucking throwing a tantrum and trying to shut down anybody on the liberal left, trying to shut fucking Kathy Griffin down or Griffin yep. down, whatever the fuck her gay ass last name is. When she fucking did that whole photo holding up a decapitated head of fucking Trump, it was the yeah. conservative side that threw a fucking tantrum about it. Yep. And fucking, why? Because we don't stand for that shit. I'm going to tell you right now, I was not a fan of Obama. I think the guy was a fucking piece of shit. I really do. I didn't like any yeah. of his fucking policies. I don't think he really did a goddamn thing for this fucking country. I don't care how smart he sounded when he talked. That's my opinion. At the same time, I don't condone motherfuckers hanging 
mannequins that look like Obama from fucking trees. Yeah. Like I don't. Why? Because that's not that's not America. That's not what we are as a fucking country. That's not who we are as fucking people. So, but at the same time, when Obama was president, like you didn't see conservative fucking people in the, in the in the media or in society like blasting that type of shit or celebrities blasting that type of shit all over the fucking place. It didn't happen, right? Because we were like, oh, cool. Our candidate lost. We got fucked. Guess what? Yeah. We need to put our fucking work boots on and go to work in the morning and fucking make money for our families. But <laughs> here we are, and we've got this fucking – we've got this president, and we've got this society where if you don't agree with what the fuck they're saying – Regardless of fact, right? Like, fuck you and your fact checkers bullshit. Kiss my ass. Because most of the time, you don't know what the fuck you're doing when you fact check some shit. Right? Usually, people post what it, what is fact. Like, I could post an actual quote or a clip from Biden's fucking speech the day before. And be like, can you, believe the, can you believe what this fucking piece of shit just said? Are you hearing this shit? And automatically, fact checkers on fucking meta is going to hit me with some shit. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Like, so you guys are a bunch of fucktards. But it goes to show that this administration and this political party and this liberal ideology doesn't stand for equality in America. They don't stand for your fucking First Amendment right to say what the fuck you want, which is granted to you in the Constitution of the United States of fucking America. Right. Yep. They all they give a fuck about is what their agenda is. And if you don't like it, they're going to silence you. They're going to fucking shut you up. They're going to shut you fucking down. Like we are on a path to the to the destruction of the United States of America that we fucking know and love. And that it's been since 17 fucking 76. Yep. Like and we need to wake the fuck up, people like th we cannot allow this to happen because guess what? If, if the shoe was on the other foot. Like, I want you to think about this. What would what would happen if conservative or Republican platforms started censoring anything and everything that was even moderately opposing to what the fuck they were saying? Like, let's think about this realistically. Like, heads would fucking explode. That's not okay. You can't. It's just the same thing with the fucking my body, my choice fucking movement. Yeah. Right, all the same motherfuckers that were throwing the throwing their tantrums about my body, my choice. You can't tell me what to do about abortion. Blah blah blah. blah are the same dumb motherfuckers that are sitting here pushing for vaccine mandates and vaccine passports, and it's for the good of the fucking country. It's for the good of society. And it's for our fucking health. Meanwhile, you weigh four hundred fifty fucking pounds, and you're wearing three masks everywhere you go in your car with your windows <laughs> up. You fucking idiot. <clears throat> yeah. Like. These are the same fucking people. Like it drives me nuts. It fucking pisses me off every time I see this shit. Because we're not being Americans anymore. Yeah. I may not like what the fuck you have to say, but I'm going to give you the right to fucking say it. That's why I signed up. That's why I fucking joined the military. That's why I volunteered for seven different fucking deployments to Afghanistan to go fucking fight. Which, looking back on now, let's be realistic, looking back on now and the last 20 years of this fucking conflict. Uh, there's a lot of things that I'm kind of like, mm, yeah, that was some bullshit they fucking fed us. Oh, yeah. Well, some fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? But regardless, I signed up under that premise and I signed up under the thought that our fucking freedom 
as a country was in jeopardy and I was going to go fight that enemy to make sure that that free, that those freedoms that every American is entitled to weren't fucking taken away. Yeah. And I mean, cause, uh, <clears throat> you know, all right. So when it comes to Afghanistan, nine 11, right? Nine 11 was the catalyst that fucking got us into that hundred year war, so to speak. Right. The 20 year war. Um, yeah, we, they fucked us up and, you know, we, we weren't expecting it, even though we technically kind of were because there was a lot of different accounts that there was monitored, uh, monitored emails, monitored fucking, um, uh, transmissions between different fucking agencies and shit like that, that there was evidence to show that there was going to be an attack on American soil on or around September 11th. Um, but that's beside the fact that's, that's more conspiracy theory than anything. Um, <clears throat> but those probably so, disappeared with the 30,000 emails and Hillary's fucking inbox. Yeah. Yeah. That probably. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. And now I'm on her suicide list. Oh, Shit. Fuck. Well, I love you, man. Um, you're gonna, you know, just watch out for the, the little red dots. Um, <laughs> you want to be suicided. <laughs> you're going to be suicided. Um, so no, but, uh, um, those ropes away so, from me. God damn it. <laughs> don't be strangle baiting. All right. Um, without, <laughs> don't, don't strangle bait without a spotter. Um, you don't fucking tell me how to live my life, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but no, in all seriousness, though, um, when 9-11 happened, um, that was our catalyst to, oh, shit, we have a target now. <clears throat> Someone fucked us up. We got to go get that shit back. Uh, you know, we need to avenge our lost people, blah, 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 like, you know. Someone needs to pay for this shit. We have a name. We have a number. We have a country. And, okay, Al-Qaeda, Bin Laden, fucking Afghanistan, let's go. So, we fucking went over there. We fucked some shit up in the beginning. We started to learn. We adjusted fire. We fucking did all this. Then somehow, fucking, you know, curveball to the right, Iraq... Somehow that fucking got in, it spun up in between there and, you know, WMDs and all that fucking craziness that probably didn't even have anything to do with anything. It was just another well, ploy. We never fucking <clears throat> actually found any of those WMDs. So, no, nope, but that was that premise. was a little bit of a shit show. Yeah. Thanks. So, <laughs> you know, a couple thousand fucking dead soldiers later, you know, oh, wait, you know, maybe not. Maybe there weren't any WMDs here. Anyways, well, we we got Saddam. Yeah, yeah cheers to that. Um, found him in a hole. Uh, and then, you know, fucking eventually we get Bin Laden. Fucking 5-1-11, right? That's what it was. I think so. 5-1 or 5-2. I think it was, yeah. I think it was 5-1. I think it was May 1st. Yeah. Um, I have a sticker, or a sticker. Uh, I have a patch on one of my hats. It's uh, Geronimo Ikea. Um or, well, E-K-I-A, uh, Geronimo, 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 uh, anyways, but, uh, yeah, so we, we get that motherfucker, right, it should be fucking close the, close the door, fucking wash your hands of it, alright, we got the motherfucker that got us, let's fucking, let's pack up and get the fuck out, um, and it just, 
it, it lasted another nine fucking years. And where did we get? Like, we, we didn't get fucking anywhere after that. Like, we got the main head. And now, yes, now there's ISIS. Now there's, uh, there's still Al-Qaeda. Just because Bin Laden was dead doesn't mean Al-Qaeda fucking disappeared. Now we still have the Haqqani network. We still have, um, we still have the Mujahideen. All these fucking, the Hamas. Yeah, we have all these other fucking different, different, uh, terrorist organizations that hate Americans, hate Westerners. Just for what we believe in, which... 90% 90% of us don't even fucking believe what we believe in anyways. We're just fucking rolling with it. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, and, like, when we decide to pull out, why, for for whatever god-awful reason, why we... <laughs> why Biden thought, oh, you know what? The Taliban, they can change. They're a government. They're a government entity. They can change. <laughs> they're not going to kill Americans anymore. No. Yeah. They're going to they're going to make the 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 United States of Afghan the the United States. They're going to make it good again. And and <laughs> Wait sure a minute. That enough. sounds too much like Trump. These yep. are guys. These are bad We're guys. Not, these are, these bad, are guys. bad guys. These are bad guys. We can't do that. We can't let them but we're going to pull out anyways just because we don't want to deal with them. And bam. And 20 years of war. <laughs> gone down the tube for nothing. But I digress. Um, well, no, but it, it's it's a good fucking point. And, and realistically, like, we have to look at this from, like you said, when we go back, there's a lot of things that I feel like whether and you you can call it a conspiracy theory or not, but let's just look at things from from a factual point of view, right? This is how I try to do everything when it comes to politics, or when it comes to religion, or when it comes to to anything. You know, the fucking George Floyd fucking situation. I'm not even gonna call it murder because you can fucking suck my dick on that one. Yeah. I'll go to toe to toe with any motherfucker on that situation. You want to fucking sit here and debate whether that was murder or not? Bring it. Because I'll throw every fact under the sun at you, and I will prove you fucking wrong. Um, I, I uh, let me just interject real quick. I would call it uh, uh, um, negligence. That's the only thing I would call it. Not murder. Not. Uh, I would just call it negligence because there was. You can tell there was a clear point of that that there could have been some changes to spare his life but it didn't happen there there was nothing illegal or there was nothing uh not um not authorized everything that he did was authorized in that account but 100 and it depends on the fucking camera angle too because yeah. one camera angle looks like he's on his neck but if you look at a second camera angle Low that back. was filmed by a bystander it clearly shows his neck in the shoulder blade area, like kind of mid trap area, not yeah. upper traps, not neck. So, and, and on top of that, when two or three separate autopsies show that this motherfucker died from a cardiac arrest, cardiac arrest. yeah, not right. That had nothing. There was no damage to his carotid artery. There was no damage to his fucking windpipe. There was no damage to his lungs. There was no uh, uh, petechial hemorrhaging. There there was nothing to show that there was any fucking signs of strangulation, any of that shit. 
and the massive amount of a cocktail of fucking drugs in his system. Listen. Yeah. An almost Floyd fatal dose of fentanyl. Right. So, like, look, yeah. motherfucker. Floyd and Floyd was saying, I can't breathe in the back of the fucking unit before they even took him out. They actually yeah. took him out of the unit upon his own request. Yeah. So there was nothing that Chauvin realistically and medically could have done differently that would have spared Floyd's life life. At that point, that motherfucker was probably going to die of a heart attack, whether it be face town on the ground or in the back of that fucking unit. Yeah. He was already in the process of having a heart attack before they even took him out of the unit and put him on the ground. Fuck off. Yeah. But and I look the at the only thing I would ass. say, yeah, the only thing I would say that could have been different was those three uh the the three other officers could have done something different. They could have said something. They could have been like, "Hey dude, look, let's fucking get him up. Let's get him in the fucking, you know, get him back in the Vic. Let's get him, you know, where why weren't the other three officers calling a fucking ambulance? Why, you know, like what we need EMS on site, like time now. Why are you not here? And like this guy's clearly in a fucking state of of some form of uh heightened um cardiac there there's there's something yeah. wrong. You know what I mean? Like what like, I would have done on scene is I would have interjected i would have said roll him on his fucking side or put him in, in the a recovery, recovery position. yeah recovery position yeah and i would have looked floyd dead in the eyes and i'd be listening to me motherfucker if you so much as fucking try to fight me or come after me i'm gonna fucking put you down we're trying to help you do not fucking make this harder on yourself like i would have made it very clear because as a law enforcement officer Granted, it's not fucking. I wasn't. I wasn't able to complete my dream of being a fucking cop on the civilian side because I herniated disc in my back. And my back's all fucked up. Yeah. But and that cost me my career. But I've been in the law enforcement side on the military side for almost twelve years now. There's a lot of training that we go through as MPs that is the same shit as any fucking officer out on the street. Whether it's tactics, whether it's arrest techniques, whether it's hand to hand combat, whether it's handcuffing techniques, all this type of shit. First aid, CLS, all this crap. <laughs> The only difference that I want to point out, as in Jack Reacher, <laughs> is every person that we come in contact with as an MP is trained to kill you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Which is factual. Yeah, which we're is not factual. like. No, that's 100% true. No, yeah. <laughs> because if you're working garrison on a fucking base, every motherfucker every that you come in contact with on that base is trained how to kill you. you Service members' wives probably know how to fucking shoot, dude. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. Yeah. They know how to set up. My drill sergeant fucking used to have, one of my drill sergeants used to have his wife, it, like, every other week, they would move the furniture around in the house to create the most optimal fucking tactical environment in case somebody broke in, and then he would run fucking drills <laughs> with her in the house on how to use cover and concealment and shoot from cover and all this other bullshit. Like, Every time as an MP you're working garrison or you're responding to a call on a base, that person that you're fucking going to deal with is trained in how to fucking kill you. But I digress. So, but as an officer, we also know that time and time and time and time again, suspects, whatever, even when they're handcuffed and on the ground and non-compliant, they will all of a sudden become compliant and then say... Oh, I can't breathe. Oh, I'm hurting. Oh, my chest hurts. Oh, my head hurts. 
And as soon as that officer goes to get them up or put them in a recovery position or sit them up to make them more comfortable, they become fucking Bam, agitated, they become violent. Yeah. Because that's their opportunity. They're taking advantage of the opportunity with the officer not on them. So in seeing that, would I really have gotten off of fucking Floyd? Maybe not. But even if I did, I would have made it very clear to him, look, dude, you fucking even remotely try to fight him up. Fuck your world up. Yeah. Knock it off. Sit tight. We're going to get you to fucking help. And if he did go ahead and get non-compliant and get a fucking aggressive and agitated, I'm going to fuck him up. Like yeah. he's going right back face down on my knees, going right in his back again. Like it is what it is. So that is the only thing that I could see changing. But aside from that, okay, I look at everything as facts. So if we look at a lot of this shit that happened with Afghanistan and Iraq, mm-hmm. we have to sit there and remember we went to Iraq because of weapons of mass destruction and to take <laughs> yeah. Saddam out. We never found weapons of mass destruction. But well, we took we Saddam went, out. Yeah. We took Saddam out, yeah, which that, that guy. guy was a piece of shit and deserved to be taken out. And I thought it was fucking gangster of us to hand him back over to the Iraqi people and let them fucking yeah. do it. Hey, I thought that was here, pretty dope. You can have him. <laughs> I said, hey, here you go. Fuck this guy up. Do as you please. And I wa- I actually watched the fucking footage of oh, him being hung. That was pretty gangster. But moving forward, like, whether this is conspiracy theory mindset or whatever, mm-hmm. like, think about this. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, yeah, I just got to notice that my connection was unstable, but hopefully it came back. Oh, it's not right. Obama. Whoops. Audio. <laughs> see his body. What? Did we ever see photographs? Of like, did you get me? Osama. Did you hear me? No, you're kind of cutting see... out. Fuck. You're cutting out a little this bit here. Goddamn there. storm. Well, I mean, this is a testament to fucking us doing shit. There we go. We got you back. Apart. Okay. Yeah, we got you back now. <clears throat> so, uh, sorry guys, we're fifteen hundred miles apart and we're trying to fucking make this shit happen and internet in rural montana isn't always the fucking best t-mobile's working on making it better um so with osama bin laden factually let's think about this he got killed by the seals but did we ever see rob o'neill right but he's he's been on he's been on the drinking bros multiple times he's he's confirmed yes he double tapped that motherfucker so, <laughs> but think about it. If he was told, now this is just a conspiracy th- side of me. Just I'm yeah, just yeah. thinking. I'm just throwing out throwing out some facts to make you think, right? <laughs> if let's say he wasn't, because I've been told by certain individuals that Gitmo got a fucking delivery the day after. <laughs> Okay, so very late at night. I've heard that same thing. Yes, very late at night by black boats and black SUVs. I know how many people are up at that one specific area, right? Very, very small amount. One of them that is in there came in that night and has never fucking left. We never saw his body. We never saw fucking photographs to confirm his fucking death. Everything was word of mouth. When they gave him his burial at sea... It was a fucking body-shaped fucking mass in a fucking wrapped in a white sheet, per yeah. their traditions. Yeah, Listen, per Muslim tradition and all that. Per 
fuck your Muslim traditions. This cocksucker was responsible for over three thousand the deaths of over three thousand Americans. And we're gonna give you your fucking traditions. No bitch. I'm gonna show the entire American population that you are fucking dead and then I'm gonna burn you. I'm gonna step out for just a second. I'll be right yeah. back. Continue. Yeah. So just there's certain little things that we need to think about, right? And as we go through, you know, carry on through the through the, the war on terror and all this other shit, you know, what yeah, we were fighting the terrorists, yeah, we were keeping them at bay, yeah, we were helping out the Amer or the Afghan people in these small villages that didn't want these assholes there that were being murdered and fucking killed and controlled by these people. But at the same time, in order for this whole entire war to make sense and to be successful, the whole point was to give them back their country and let them run it, set up a democracy in that country and allow them to flourish. We didn't do fucking any of that. If we did, they'd be functioning on their own right now and they wouldn't be taken over by Al Qaeda, by the Taliban. Like, Sharia law has been reinstated in Afghanistan right now as we fucking speak. Like, women are being sold as sex slaves. Children are being fucking sold to men. Kids are being fucking raped. Like, nothing, like all this death that we experience and loss of American lives to make that country better in my opinion was for fucking nothing because all we did in pulling out without any sort of a plan, without setting up any sort of legitimate full functioning fucking democratic form of government democracy in that country is hand it back to the fucking Taliban and let them destroy this fucking, th these citizens and this fucking society of people. It was a fucking crap shoot. And Every American life that was lost over the last 20 years has now been in fucking vain because of this piece of shit administration that we fucking have. And, and now we have that, Americans stuck in that country. And not only that, it's it's not only the American lives that have been lost in those countries. It's back home as well because the fucking, like we talked about in episode one, the suicide pandemic, the epidemic, the fucking of the 22 a day. It, the numbers keep fucking rising. It's like we can't get a fucking grip on all this shit. And especially now after the fucking ridiculous, uh, the, the ridiculous pullout of Afghanistan, we're seeing an uptick of fucking veteran suicides because oh, their service means nothing to them anymore. Like mm -hmm. the, their service meant nothing now. Mm -hmm. Like the last 20 fucking years is thrown down the fucking drain. My... My struggles, my blood, sweat, and tears, and my battle buddies' fucking blood, sweat, and tears and lives are now nothing. They mean nothing because you just completely reverted back to negative zero to fucking, to fucking uh, moral zero at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, what, the, what in the actual, what was my, my service worth? Like, well, ex exactly. And look at like, like, let's take you for example. Right. And I'm not, I'm not trying to throw you 
to the fucking wolves here, your experiences or your choices is your choice on when and how to share that experience. Right. But you actually, you bled over there. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all got fucked up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So like, it wasn't one of those things like, Hey, I just sat in a fucking tower and at a gate for 12 months and ate at a bomb ass chow hall and went to Burger King in the gym every day. Like, yeah, you, you were in the middle of fucking nowhere with your platoon. You guys got fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, like we're, we're probably going to, we're probably going to talk about this next episode with, um, you know, our, both of our backstories and shit. Cause Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like that was our second, uh, second highest, um, poll rating was uh, our backstories and us before podcasting and shit. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably touch on a, a lot on my on my deployment to Afghanistan in 2010 11. Um, but yeah, like like you said, fuck, we got fucked up. Um, there was multiple times that I mean, fuck, sitting in a tower and hearing a mortar cruise over your head about 10 feet above your tower and hitting detonating about 200 yards to you know below 200 yards from your tower like that you know that gets a pucker factor especially when when your your battle buddy's off taking a shit and you're the only one in the tower at the time (laughs) and you hear the you hear the initial oh fuck that's a mortar and when it goes over your head it sounds like it sounds like a world war ii movie like think pearl harbor when a plane gets shot down in in uh yep. in the movie Pearl Harbor, it's that that stereotypical nineteen forties fucking. That's exactly what a fucking mortar sounds like when it's cruising over your head about ten to fifteen feet over your tower, and then it hits, it detonates, and it's like, oh shit! And when you have to call that call up that triple D and up to fucking higher, your fucking you know your 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 uh, sergeant of the guard like, hey, what the fuck was that? Oh yeah, that was a mortar. Well. Give me triple D's. Okay, well, fucking uh, distance, direction, and fucking um, description. Oh yeah, it was it was a mortar, fifty yards to my <laughs> south southwest. Like, like, what else do you want me to like? It that's about fifty yards from my fucking tower. Like, I watched it. Like, it, it yeah. hit three. It three. It hit three goats. Like, <laughs> there were three goats there. Now there's no goats. Okay, so. <laughs> Um, we just did some simple math, some simple Afghan math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was three minus it was probably three a one five five. It was probably a one five five because it took out all three goats, and they were standing <laughs> yeah. about they were standing about a five meter radius from one one another. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't have been a frag, um, but no, like I, you know, we got fucked up, and like we got we got mortared daily. We got rocketed multiple times. Fucking, we got blown up that one main time that we got blown the fuck up. Um, that was fun. Uh, and then, you know, like, all the other shit. Fucking pop shots from, you know, across the wadis and all this other other shit that we don't talk about. Because it's just, I mean, that's just, that's for us. You know what I mean? Like, we, we as a platoon, because shit, our other three platoons, they didn't know what the fuck was going on. They just heard, they heard about it fucking... By a third party, yeah, they heard about it. That hey, this this unit um just got fucked up, 
and it's only a platoon size element, um, they got fucked up and they're there. It was only one squad. So <laughs> we don't even know what's going on. And they're like, Oh, Hey, that's our unit. Um, that's our, that's our third platoon. Uh, what, that's, what's going that's on? Third. <laughs> that's third. What are they doing over there? Why are they getting fucked up? We need to go, we need to go save them. And then fucking three weeks later, they, they come over with the, with the commander going, Oh, Hey, uh, yeah. So what, what, uh, what happened? Yeah. Well, what happened? What's going on over here? And it's like, shut the fuck up, sir. The fuck You're back like, fuck to your out of here, dude. Back over your fucking your your base in in fucking get get behind your desk. Yeah, I think quit sending what, were... the rest of these fucking quit sending the rest of the platoons out to fucking cab chase, and you know like yeah, God. But yeah, that's sorry. Yeah, I mean, but when I talk about yeah, but you know. Like bringing things like that up is, in my opinion, super important to people understanding why that specific situation with this administration and the Afghanistan pullout was so fucked up. Like, and why veterans and service members are so fucking pissed off about it because it, it really literally was fucking spitting in the face of everybody that served from the very beginning of this conflict to fucking now. And not only that, but what you have to understand is that in doing that, like motherfuckers get ready. Like the second amendment has never been more important to American citizens and our safety and our fucking lives. than it is right fucking now. Like, that pullout has just given terrorist organizations a stronghold and the ability to fucking not only grow and train, but plan like you, you think we're fucking safe here. You have an administration that wants unarmed citizens. You have a political ideology, right? In the democratic party and the liberal left. That does not want you to physically be able to protect yourself. Yeah. Wants to downsize this fucking military. Like, what the fuck happens when these assholes come to our fucking shores? Do you know how easy it is to get these pieces of shit across our borders and into our country? It's easier now more than it ever has been. And all this administration is doing factually like i'm not talking because of my opinion how much i fucking hate this administration i'm talking strictly facts yeah do you know how fucking easy it is or how easy it's going to be for us to get hit on our home soil and i hate to say it because i don't want to see it fucking happen but it's coming motherfuckers you guys have better be fucking ready like look at how hard it is to get ammo oh yeah Look at how hard it is to get fucking guns and weapons. Certain states are putting more and more fucking weapons on the no-go list. Right? Of course, my like, state of all. Huh, your state. <laughs> yeah. Unless you've got a loophole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah. But, never mind. I mean... Shoot. <laughs> there's Forget no I ever said to you. <laughs> there's no, no loopholes here. here. Uh-huh. None. No, yeah. But... <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it's it's so ridiculous. Like, one, it's constitutionally incorrect. Two, um, Constitution carry is uh, is or should be a fucking 
across the board fucking thing because everything should be the same across the board throughout the entire United States. It shouldn't be deemed across uh, state lines and this and that and the other. Like, I get, I understand the difference of state and fed and all that, but at the same time, when it's something constitutional, like your freedom of speech, religion, fucking assembly, uh, your your the right to bear arms, the like, everything that's in the Constitution. Listen, you can't have your First Amendment without a strong Second Amendment, because if you don't have the Second Amendment, you don't have a First Amendment. It's as simple as that. If you can't defend yourself from tyranny, from dictatorship, from all of the fascism and all the other socialism and communism, if you can't defend yourself physically, where they say the pen is stronger than the sword. Well, I'll show you how much stronger a sword can be than a pen when you're trying to defend yourself with a pen over a sword. So therefore, the second amendment defends the first amendment and you cannot have the first without the second. It's as easy as that and so on and so forth throughout the rest of the amendments in your bill of rights, your constitution, everything that it, your inalienable rights as a United States citizen, as a Patriot, as a United States citizen, you cannot have the First Amendment without the Second. And it's just, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a matter of when it comes to the Second Amendment and how it relates to all the rest of the amendments in, in general. Like, like I said, with the First Amendment, you can't have the First Amendment without the you can't have the First Amendment without the Second, and therefore you can't have any of the rest of the amendments. It's the, the Second Amendment literally defends all of the amendments, and it defends the entire Constitution from front to back, side to side, up and down, left, right, everything. That's what the Second Amendment is there for. And if you take that away, if you, if you limit that uh, across states, and you limit it and you make things illegal and you make things limited and you make things different. It, it should be straight across the board. It's one country. It's the United States. Why are, why are all the states divided? It doesn't make any sense why there are different rules in different states and different laws in different states. And where the same constitution that you know for the last 245 years 246 years the same constitution that was written in one page or well not one page but one document how that one document got split up and divided over 50 states now 
and th there are so many different variations of rules and regulations and laws and this and that and the other thing amongst different states that don't apply to different other states. Why is it that I can have a fully automatic weapon here in this state, but I can't have I can't even have a semi-automatic with more than ten rounds in this state? Why can't I have this? Why can't I have a, a, a fucking collapsible barrel or a collapsible stock in this state, but I can have whatever the fuck I want over in this state? It doesn't fucking make any sense. If it's all the same constitution, it's all the same fucking rules, all the same regulations. Everything should be the same across the board, across the country. Should not fucking matter. Because when someone comes knocking on your fucking door and saying, hey, I want to do this and you can't do that. That's where the Second Amendment comes into play. It's the defense of your rest of your constitution and the rest of the amendments. That's where the Second Amendment comes into play. And right. Not being mm -hmm. able to defend yourself against enemies foreign and domestic limits your constitutional rights. And in case people forgot, like the actual Second Amendment says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Free state. State. Motherfuckers. State. That means every single state in the fucking country falls under the Second Amendment. So, yep. what, what Governor Fucktard Newsom, Newsom in California is doing and saying, hey, uh, these semi-auto pistols are not allowed to be sold, but these ones are, even though they're all the fucking same. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, a Sig P320 is no different in any <laughs> than caliber than, than my P220, fucking like... M&P Shield 40 that I carry on a daily basis. Yeah. Literally, no fucking difference. Recoil spring, barrel, firing pin, trigger, squeeze until it's empty. Same yeah. fucking weapon. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like, so you don't get to tell me what I can and can't fucking have. Like, I've had people ask me, well, okay, do you believe that under the Second Amendment, a person should be able to own a bazooka? Fuck yeah. Yeah, motherfucker, I do. Now, Why the fuck not? you tell me where an ever, average everyday motherfucking citizen is going to go get a bazooka. Not really going to fucking happen. Yeah. Not going to go run around being able to buy an AT4 because they're not, literally not fucking manufactured and sold <laughs> to the fucking general public. Like, yeah. like those weapons but are not But if I fucking, was able, if I yeah. was willing and able, if I found my way into getting a fucking AT4, I should be able to buy it acquire it and fuck it use it if i have the ammunition for it why the fuck not well I'm and an here's American the thing citizen. i could fucking use it if i want right to. And, that's the whole and, thing and 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 to fucking like to go back to what it act what it legitimately says necessary to the security of a free state okay mm -hmm. so what does that mean that means that American citizens should be able to arm themselves with whatever necessary with whatever necessary to secure themselves against a tyrannical government takeover. I want you to think about that for a fucking minute, 
Okay. What, what, what is happening in Australia right fucking now? How many of you motherfuckers listening know what's happening in Australia right now? How many of you are paying a fucking attention to what's going on in the rest of the world? If not, guess what? I'll fucking tell you what's going on in Australia. Australia has literally set up concentration fucking camps. Okay, they're modern day concentration camps. You know what they're calling them? Quarantine camps. <laughs> yeah. They are taking fucking Australian citizens that pop hot for COVID, rounding them up, and putting them in bungalows in a fucking camp where they have basically law enforcement officers, camp guards, that tell motherfuckers when they can and cannot leave their bungalow, when they can have a fucking cup of tea, when they can have a fucking cigarette, when they can and can't take off their fucking mask, when they can come up and get up and walk out their front door at the beginning of the day, and when they can't at the end of the fucking day, when they have to stay inside on a curfew. like And, and if they break any of these rules, they're beating the literal fuck out of these citizens. That's a tyrannical government. Well, guess what? The United States is on the fucking quick fast fast track to joining that shit. What do they want to do? They want to start tracking people that get COVID. I tested positive. Listen to this shit, dude. I tested fucking positive for COVID. Yeah. Granted, they're a little fucking late on their notice because <laughs> I, I didn't get it until after my fucking two week quarantine was up. <laughs> but I got sent a notice from the Department of fucking Health here in Montana that I had tested positive for fucking COVID that I was mandatory quarantine for 10 to 14 days. I was not allowed to leave my residence. If I did leave my residence, I was subject to all these different fucking enforcements and violations and all this fucking shit. (laughs) Bitch. Try me fucking try me like prove it, bitch. They want to vaccine passports. Yep. They want to control what you can and can't fucking do, where you can and can't fucking go, who you can and can't see. They this administration has already made fucking comments about, well, if we get X amount of people vaccinated, maybe we'll be able to celebrate Christmas. Bitch, I'm going to celebrate Christmas with a fucking round in your face if you come fucking trying to tell me if I can and can't have people over at my house. Step foot on my property, I'll fucking end your life. I don't give a because realistically our freedoms are being fucking stripped our freedoms are being fucking threatened so when it comes to the second amendment that's what it's in place for it's in place for us as americans to sit here and defend ourselves against a government and a system that wants to come and strip away our freedoms and tell us what we can and can't fucking do exactly the same thing that the nazi party fucking did to the citizens of germany and everybody else in fucking europe yeah the exact same fucking thing like think about it people now more than ever is the time for you to go out, purchase a firearm or firearms. Learn how to use learn them. Learn how to use them. Don't be an Alec Baldwin. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. That should have been our topic for today. No, no, we we would have went way over. I mean, we're already way over, but. Listen. Oh, man. Listen, yeah. your magazine is never pro- loaded with probably blanks. Okay. I don't know if you saw I think I sent that to you. Yeah. I may or may not have. But listen, don't be an Alec Baldwin. Okay. 
Treat every firearm as if it's loaded. Keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Never point a firearm at anything you don't intend to kill. And never squeeze the fucking trigger until you're ready to take that life. Okay? Very simple. Follow those. You're not going to end up in his position. Well, yeah, and then you got to know your backdrop because <laughs> you don't want to accidentally fucking hit somebody behind you. Right? Yeah. Anytime somebody hands you a weapon, you fucking drop mag. You rack the fucking slide or the, or the charging handle or whatever. Break <laughs> open the brake and check. Make sure the chamber's clear. They're really simple fucking things to follow. You do that, you're not going to accidentally shoot anybody. But for someone that for someone that advocates that guns are bad, guns are bad, guns kill people, blah, blah. No, guns don't kill people. People yeah. kill people. Dumb people kill people. And yeah. you're, you're a living people. proof. You're a living <laughs> proof of that dumb people kill people. So yeah. don't be a dumbass. Don't be a Baldwin. And, <clears throat> yeah. you know, like, learn the four, the four, uh, four, five. four rules of weapon safety. Mm-hmm. And there's on, there's dude. only four, a ma- four main ones, and we just listed fucking, them off. My seven year old knows this shit. I took him to a yeah. Nerf war here in fucking town yesterday, and this little motherfucker's running around with an AR-15 style Nerf gun with his fucking trigger up <laughs> off the finger with trigger discipline at the low ready. He doesn't move from his position with anything without his weapon literally being at the low ready. Yeah. Trigger off finger trigger finger off the trigger. Like he's fucking seven, people. It's not that hard. Okay? Yeah. Like but become proficient. Look at what's going on in Los Angeles. Look at the homeless population. Look at the drug crisis. Look at the look at the crime rates soaring, skyrocketing. Like you need to be able to fucking defend yourself in a situation where if if you don't have that knowledge or that ability, you're gonna end up fucking dead. Yep. Like, come on. Our forefathers didn't. You know, we didn't fight the redcoats in fucking seventeen seventy six and earn our independence and do all this shit for you guys to run around and piss it all away. Yep. We're Americans. That's why everybody. Why do you think everybody from every other country comes here? Like realistically. Why the fuck do you think everyone wants to come here? <clears throat> they want yeah. to they want to indulge in the freedoms of America. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that is sought upon. Like if you talk to anyone, like for example, <clears throat> my the majority of my family lives in Hungary. Cuz mm-hmm. we're Hungarian and my grandfather fought in the rebellion of communism back in 1940, the, the before World War II, around the same time as World War II, <clears throat> he was born in 37. He was, I think, he was 17. So that makes it 44-ish, right? 40. Wait, 54, no. somewhere around there. 54. World War II was 43, 41 44? through 44, I think. December seventh, nineteen forty-one, a day which would live in infamy. I'll yeah, always remember yeah. that quote. So forty-one yeah. to forty-four, I think, was the the time frame of World War Two, somewhere around there. Um, but so it was just after World War Two. My grandpa was born in thirty-seven, so forty-seven, fifty-four would have been, uh, fifty-four would have been like his time in the re- rebellion against communism. Because there was a big uprising of communism throughout Hungary, Austria-Hungary, all that, like Austria and and Russia, and, you know, there was still a big thing post-Germany, post-Nazi, all that stuff. So my grandpa, uh, you know, back in the 50s, uh, decided to fucking uprise and and, uh, join the rebellion. 
he's told me some gnarly stories too, like where you know the sticky bombs were a thing, like you know fucking a a, a sock full of grease and a fucking uh, a grenade. Fuck that! Right. You fucking throw that shit on a, on the ta- uh, the the tank track, a track of a tank, and you fucking blow that bitch up. Yeah, that that was a thing. Um, he told me about times when he would when a tank would roll through and they'd be rolling through dead bodies or they'd be rolling through bodies, people that weren't fucking moving. The tanks would just roll through and just crush the fuck out of these people. And he was just like, holy shit, you know, if, if he didn't get, if they, if their crew, if their squad, whatever, they didn't get the, uh, the sticky bombs on the tank tracks fast enough, he'd be rolling over fucking, rolling over rebellion soldiers, like, and this was no, you know, this was no, uh, official federal army or nothing like that. This was just militia. This was basically your national guard of a country that was just trying to do the right thing that wanted to get the fuck out of communism. Like, these were, this is other countries that are, that, like, that are fighting the things that now, today, we have to re, reestablish and refight over what is in our constitution. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, we wouldn't be in America if it wasn't for well-regulated militia in some Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. 1636, the National Guard was formed. December 13th, 1636, the National Guard was formed. And it's the oldest branch of the military because it was the well-regulated militia. And that's how we became a military. And then the second formed was the, the Marine Corps in 1775, prior to the Declaration of Independence, Tun Tavern, uh, November 10th. You know this. We all know this. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> come on now. <clears throat> like <clears throat> so it, you know we are who we are as a country because of our right to defend ourselves and standing up against tyranny. And that's why we fucking came over here and fucking fled, you know, Great Britain and all that bullshit. And like yeah. We if we weren't such an amazing country, we wouldn't have people by the millions every year trying to fucking get in here or come over here or move here and buy a property here and raise their families here and all this bullshit. Like, so to see the way that society has become makes me fucking sick to see the, the, the crazy support that I see, which, you know, is, is, fucking fading and dwindling to be completely honest i mean <laughs> yeah this this motherfucker has literally literally i kid you not people this is factual this is actual numbers this is actual ratings this is, this is history here joe biden has the lowest approval rating in the history of this country besides president nixon right before he dipped out like literally Nixon, Nixon, Watergate. Yeah, like we have Poopgate. Like, I mean, (laughs) we have Poopgate. (laughs) Oh, the poor Pope. The Pope. Poopgate. Like, overall rating is at a forty-one percent right now, (sighs) and I think it's 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 actually even lower than that. I think he's down to like a thirty-eight percent. Oh yeah, I think it was. I think it was lower than that last week. Like, yeah. So, 
Like there's there's a fucking reason for this. And I think part of it is is that as this administration continues to fuck shit up and as more and more you know the push for vaccine mandates and more and more businesses are going out of fucking you know out of business like more and yeah. more you know people are losing their jobs and losing their livelihoods and um and all this stuff i think more people are waking up to you know smell the roses per se and they're, they're, yeah. they're like they're kind of going oh god i fucked up yeah. i really fucked up when i and no up. one's gonna admit it <laughs> No one's going to admit it. They're, they'll they'll never admit their fault. No, they're just going to sit back and be like, oh, shit, I'm going to click this disapprove button on this fucking poll and we'll leave it at that because it's anonymous. I can't admit that I'm fucking wrong. It's, it's anonymous. Um, We're good. It's anonymous. That's fine. But <laughs> those of you that voted this motherfucker in, like, I want you to realize, bitch, you got another fucking three years of this shit. Yeah. And it's only like, going down. Oh, God, it's man. It's only going downhill. You fucked it up for everybody. Like, I hope you're proud of yourself. Like, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably should have fucking... I mean, look at gas prices. Look at, you know, uh, look at everything. Look at, look at how many fucking ships are stuck offshore with fucking goods that we can't get. Thousands. Thousands. Thousands look at, of ships offshore. Look at this new budget fucking plan right. that just got passed. Like, have, it, have any of you read point, into this shit? One point... What was it? One point six trillion dollars. Like, yeah, but for the, uh, infrastructure bill that I don't see anything going on with the yeah. infrastructure. Uh, if you dive into it, the Green New Deal's in there. Oh yeah, and there's like a it's the like build a 40, back better deal. There's like a forty five hundred dollar tax. Yeah. Forty five hundred dollar tax per head of cattle <laughs> in this country, <sighs> bitch. I hope you really like fucking burgers because you're about to spend like 40 fucking dollars per burger that you make your family. Yep. Like, what do you think that's going to do to the ranchers in this country? What do you think that's going to do to the fucking farmers in this country? You've got Newsom who just passed some shit and I can't remember what the date is, but he's cutting off semi trucks. Yeah. 2010 and older, not allowed to fucking come into California. Yeah. Yep. Oh. <gasps> What about all these fucking independent contractors? These independent operator owner deals that couldn't afford to buy a fucking 2011, 2012 or newer. They can only afford the older one, even though it's in great working condition. Fucking they've done all the upgrades to it. and It's a badass fucking rig. Now that dude can't bring anything in or out of fucking California. Yep. Holy shit. Oh, bitch. Shit's about to get fucking wild. <clears throat> Oh yeah, and stay tuned because I mean we're we're kind of getting close to our two hour mark here, <clears throat> and uh, I don't want to I don't want to keep everyone. Yeah, it was going to be a long. We we knew it was going to be an extended extended episode because you know we get fired up on on certain topics and how we feel about the country, how our our state of mind and. As a population, as a family, as a community, uh, you know, we get fired up on on some of those topics. So we knew this was going to run long. Um, and, uh, you know, next week we're going to probably dive into uh, some of our backstories, some of our uh, trials and tribulations, so to speak. How we became ourselves of, of the tribe. Um, but... <clears throat> we still want to hear from you guys. We still want to hear all of the uh, 
good things, the 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 advice, the criticisms, the the reviews, the likes, the comments, all that shit on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. We're gonna post up some uh, on on this podcast. Uh, this episode, we're gonna do a another poll. Maybe we'll do another Q and A. Give us a. Uh, Give us a, you know, give us some be- some feedback. Uh, we're never opposed to any constructive criticism um, mm-hmm. or anything of that sort. We love to hear from all of our guests, all of our fans, all of our uh, followers. And we definitely want to hear from you guys. So, uh, yeah. So, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And um, I wanted to... Give our our uh, our own little bit of a a shout out to uh, because I know you are an affiliate for Blackstone Labs. Yep. I am I am an affiliate for Cardo Max. Um, both of us were. I mean, they're kind of they're they're both supplement companies, but yours is more of a fitness supplement company. Mine is more of just a health and wellness supplement yep. company. Um. But uh, if you want to shoot shoot a, a, a promo code or whatever you got, if you have a if you have a discount code, shoot that out. Get, you know, give a little little spiel. I'll give mine. Yeah. So I've been a brand ambassador for Blackstone Labs supplements. Um, call ourselves the hardcore holy grail of bodybuilding supplements. Um, it's a little bit more of a hardcore fitness. Uh, bodybuilding type supplement company. We've got your pre-workouts, your branching amino acids. We've got our core series with your creatine monohydrate and your glutamine and your vitamin C and your multivitamin and all that good shit. Um, and then we've got still do uh, pro hormones, um, legal and safe. Um, I have used them personally myself, so I can attest to it. Um, your PCTs, all good shit. We got stuff strictly for the ladies. We got stuff for everybody, greens, all that good shit. So, um, if you have any questions or are wanting some more information on the stuff that we've got, um, hit me up, DM me, um, Instagram at magicman330, um, is my IG tag, whatever you want to call it. Um, hit us up in the email, the underscore tribe 21 at yahoo.com. Um, and, uh, or if you want to just go to the website, blackstonelabs.com, check out our products. If you see anything you like, you want to pick some stuff up. Use code MAGICMAN330 and it will get you 20% off. Um, or hit me up directly on the IG and I can hook you up with my rep and we can probably do a little better than that. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's my deal. That's what I use. That's what I've used for almost five years now. And I won't really stray from them. Nice, nice. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, for me, I, I am a uh, brand ambassador if affiliate of Cardomax. It is a veteran-owned, veteran-operated uh, former Navy SEAL, Sean Matson. He created this from the uh, back burner of another energy supplement company. And <clears throat> it's a, there is energies, there's the, the energy intensifier, which I personally love because it has the they use the least amount of ingredients possible they have b3 b6 b12 uh, uh bcaas and uh, there's 200 milligrams of caffeine in this um just a little little tiny pouch 
of liquid that you just add into a bottle of water, whatever, you know, however you want to add it to a drink of your choice. Um, amazing amount of energy, super clean. They also have a, a, a couple different other, they just, they just released a hydration um, formula that I just got in the mail today that I'm going to actually try out. And I will let everyone know about it next week, how I like it. It's basically going to be like a hydration supplement kind of deal. Uh, they have some recovery supplements that they kind of promote. They are pretty good as well. I like those as well. Um, they also have immune support. Um, they have a bunch of different stuff for health and wellness. Great, uh, great product. Um, veteran owned, like I said. If you want to check it out, uh, you can use my promo code uh, BORNHARD because that's my TikTok, uh, my TikTok handle. <laughs> I can't confirm IG. nor deny whether he was actually born hard, but I'm going to guess he probably was. This freedom-loving motherfucker. Yeah, you know it. Um, yeah, that's my, my TikTok handle, my, uh, my Instagram handle. And yeah, Born Hard is the promo code. If you go to cardomax.com, check them out. They are amazing. They, the, they have amazing flavors. My personal, um, I personally love the pink lemonade mixed with the immune booster of watermelon. That is amazing. Great. Um, check them out. It's amazing. Um, and yeah, also uh, go and check out whatever sponsors we have on this because uh, I'm adding in the sponsor portion on the Anchor. And um, it's I believe it's going it, to it's gonna be disseminated into all the other uh, streaming platforms and stuff. So um, I'm trying to get into uh, adding into our sponsors and trying to get us a, a, an actual full-fledged sponsor whatever anchor has recorded for us um go check them out i'm not sure what it's going to be for this week they, i think it changes up every every uh every episode <clears throat> but yeah we are getting close now to the to the two-hour mark um we're actually a little bit above the two-hour mark so i want to wish everyone a have a great week have a great day. Don't forget to drink water. <laughs> Hashtag drink water. And don't be a dick, people. And don't be a dick. <laughs> Fucking help people out. Be a good motherfucker. Okay? Work hard. Hell yeah. Give 150%. And until next time. Deuces. We out. We out.